Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Scream, it's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking, everybody just wants more with the action. Hip Hop Jones got the music blasting. Better watch out, it's all he's asking. Over like Rover, he keeps it real, he's no joker. Original, he's no poser, no competition, he's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer, cause it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. Yeah. Turn my mic on! Test one, two. Turn my mic on, damn it. Oh, hi. Welcome to the Taz Show Thursday edition. Everything's going smoothly here. Oh, yeah. Thursday edition of the Taz Show. If you're listening live at TazShow.com, I thank you. Or maybe you're checking out the show at the gimmick chat. That made no sense. Maybe you're checking out the show live on the Radio.com app. It seems like what all the cool kids are doing these days. When they check out the Taz Show, they go on the radio.com app. They find the show and they listen to it. Apparently they re-up, they did something. They like gave the app a makeover or something. Thank God. Did a lot of makeovers here. A lot of makeovers. Maybe you're checking out the podcast version of the show. Taz, I love your podcast. Thank you. You like my live video show also? I digress. So if you're checking out the podcast version of the show, you're doing that at Play It. Play That Is, as they call it. Or iTunes, the world champion of podcasting. Or Spotify, or maybe TuneIn. So I appreciate the love there. And I also appreciate the love if you're checking out the live video at TazShow.com. Or maybe you are uh, watching the video on demand, or, or as Mike Tenay would say, the VOD. He brings his VOD everywhere he goes. Mike Tenay. Where is Mike today? I need to find Mike. I love Mike. I need to have him back on my show soon. Problem is, he's in Vegas. We're here, and I don't want to wake the poor bastard up that early anymore. But, welcome to the show, regardless. Going to talk about some SmackDown. Going to talk about some, uh, what they call the mainstream sports. What they call me staying up very late to watch my team do the job. Which really brings me to a whole nother level of... Anger and intensity and rage about the activity known as baseball. Why I think the season just started. We're a couple of games in. I'm ready to quit watching baseball already. Yes. If you want to call the show, it's a very simple process, people. You can interact with yours truly. My mood is at Fan of Midland. So good luck with that. Attention hotline fans. 866-475-2948, kids. That's 866-475-2948. Yeah, uh, so I stayed up very late, and I was watching the Met game because the Met game started at, I don't know, 7 p.m. and ended around 5 a.m. I mean, it was just ridiculous. Uh, I went to extra innings. I'm exaggerating about the 5 a.m. It wasn't that late, but it was too late, especially for people like me who get up early. I stayed up and watched this game, okay, watched this game, low-scoring game, defensive struggle, okay. DeGrom, my guy from the Mets, he pitched good. He did okay. Relief Jones, problems. Big Chubby, as they call Big Sexy. He comes, he started for the Braves. Bart Cologne. <laughs> Not Bartholomew, we call him Bart, right? Is that what we're calling him? 
Bothy, is that what we're calling him? Timber! Producer of the show, Dennis Jones, the creative director. Is that what we're calling him? Bart Cologne? Uh, uh, I, I really like Bart. Just Bart Cologne. Because his name... When are you pitching again, Bart? Hey, Barty. Well, because what's his face? Uh, the play-by-play guy. Well, Ron Darling was calling him Bart, too. But he's a pitcher to pitcher. Ron Darling was doing the color with the Hernandez. I mean, if they're calling him Bart... They called... I heard the word Bart! Fair game. You know, Bart, fart, I don't know. But all I know is he pitched good, big chubby, right? Which is an even better, because people call him big sexy, big chubby. Well, big sexy's a hack on Kevin Nash, so I don't even That's know true. why he's allowed to be called big sexy. But typical mainstream sports uh, activities like baseball, they hack pro wrestling. Often. It's everybody. Well, they didn't listen. Ron Darling, um, what's his name? The Jay Bruce, uh, the, the slugger from my Mets. He goes yard, as they call it, inside baseball terms for baseball. Yard means home run for all you novices out there. Dinger is another word they use. Look at Dennis. Like, wow, that was know, perfect. You know the vernacular. I do. I do. Um, you know. So Jay Bruce goes yard, and it, it, it actually was a home run. It was barely a home run. It was like a line drive, a rope, another inside term. Ooh, I'm hit you. <laughs> it's early in the show. You don't want to waste all I'm the good hitting, inside all my baseball. inside baseball baseball terms over here. And he had a frozen rope. Ooh, that's oh, another oh. one. <laughs> all right, that's two minutes. <laughs> it was not a Texas Liga. Oh wow, I got a whole bunch, dude. I'm thinking about baseball. Actually, has more inside terms than wrestling. Holy cow! That's why it's called inside baseball. Hey, of course, I know that. Will you stop? Please, I'm aware of that. You don't have to correct me. It's my show. So, so Jay Bruce hits this home run, right? He hits it off the top of the fence. Did you see the home run? I Don't did lie. Not. I did not. Okay, you're a Yankee fan. You're watching your Yankees lose also, okay? So. <laughs> that is correct. That's true. And um, uh, Bruce hits this home run and off the top of the orange, um, another hack, off the orange uh, <laughs> top of the wall. Okay. You know, out there in the, uh, it was kind of like, um, maybe like left center field. That's where the home run went, right? I mean, he, he just had a shot, like, shoom, Rocket Jones, shoom, right? So, but it hits off the top, and it goes into, a, you know, falls out into the stadium. It's, it's a home run. So, Ron Darling goes, this is no, this is a shoot. This is what he said. Ron Darling goes, off the top turnbuckle. No way. I, let's back this up. No way. I swear on the Bible, and you're a minister, so you would appreciate the Bible. I am. He said, off of the top turnbuckle. This is on the replay. He goes, oh, I went off the top turnbuckle. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, look at this son bitch. Do you believe this? You're going to just completely hack the business. Are you kidding me? Off the top turnbuckle. That's what he said. I'm telling you. And neither. So that was Darling? That was the Ron Darling. Yes. So neither Keith nor Howie Rose. Keith was called- drunk. Yeah, <laughs> Keith Hernandez Surprise. was bombed. He was just bombed, yeah. Or Howie finished up. They Howie should've... Rose is, dude, he's legit, bro. Oh, he's phenomenal. He's great, man. He, he is really. Should have followed that up with a Macho Man joke. I don't think I don't think he even knew. I don't <laughs> think. I, a Macho Man joke would have been good. <laughs> but I don't, I don't think that Rose knows anything about the business. That's my opinion. That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, but, but I'll tell you, that son of a bitch can call some baseball. He's he, very good. Man. As a Yankee fan, I can easily admit he is Well, you got of- the Michael K over there. Oh, man. A Michael K. Not today. Uh-uh-uh. Not a fan. So, um, even Yankee fans have heat with Michael K. Uh, I'm in that boat. Yeah. So, the Mets lose uh, to the Braves in 12 innings, which felt like an eternity. Okay. Three to one. Uh, Matt Kemp had, I think he had three doubles. 
two doubles or three doubles? Okay, he had two uh, two RBI uh, in the twelfth. The ground pitch good though, six innings. He looked good and bought Cologne. <laughs> Just sounds great. That's a great name. He went, for I think him. six two. Yeah, no, I think what's name Kemp had three doubles, dude. I'm pretty sure he did. Either two or three doubles. The guy was on fire. The Kemp. Yeah. So uh, anyway, that's um. That was the deal with the, what happened with my evening, you know. I'm just, I'm just, it, 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 I, I stay up. I'm in bed. I'm snuggled. I got my feety pajamas on. You know, I, I got my soup on on my end table. I got my little hot chocolate. You definitely yeah. have the back door. <laughs> back on, door. What on, the for fuck? your feety pajamas, you got the the back door. Oh, the ass out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Call it ass out. I didn't yeah, know the yeah. proper term. Yeah, they call it ass. There's a lot of terms people that I have that people don't know. They're all terms. The ass out. Ass out. Uh, that's that's a that's like when you have those buttons on your feety pajamas where you can air out your ass, okay? And yeah, it opens these two big buttons like you see on the cartoons, and then your buttocks can just flop out. That's yeah, absolutely. It's called an ass out. If we if anybody can maybe tweet a picture or something, I don't expect Dennis to multitask, but but yeah, it's called an ass out. Exactly. I don't want to Google that. <laughs> Not from the company yeah, computer, no, anyway. No. You'll get yourself heat. Don't do that. What are you, crazy? So anyway, uh, I also got a chance to watch NXT, so we'll talk about that. Somebody from the social media team tweeted something out from my account and uh, hashtagged uh, SmackDown Live, which was just dumb. I don't know who did that, but it was just dumb. Right? You notice that? That that schmuck did that? Idiot. We'll I'm going to fire him. Yeah, no, he's he's in timeout. No, no, he's, yeah, he's going to end up in the... You know what I'm going to say. He's. I don't know if I should spoil it yet. I, have I a don't new, think so. That's, this is the one where you want to do it. There's a new. I have a new place that people go that I'm done with. Okay, when I'm done with you, you're going to a new place. Yes. I don't want to say it yet. We're gonna trademark it. We got to grab the Twitter accounts for it. We got it. We got the, everything because I have a new place and I don't want any of these other hacks to grab it. And when I'm done with you and you suck and I just think you're a head, I'm putting you in this room. Oh, I will spoil it. Dennis, should I say it? Don't. Not yet. Wait for... I have a feeling today's the kind of day where a caller is going to earn his right to be there. No, and the callers that's... are great. No, don't say the callers. You. You could end up in there. Why the I certainly could. Why, I, think why? I, I think I'm the gatekeeper of this room. <laughs> I want to say the name so bad. I can tell. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'll talk a little NXT a little bit, and you guys are calling the show, and I'll get to you guys in a second. I promise also everybody on the gimmick chat, I want to say hello to you guys. Uh, you can jump on the gimmick chat uh, at TazShow.com, and you can wa- as you watch the live video stream, <laughs> as you watch the live video stream of the show, you can uh, basically go on there and chat with each other. And you can log in with like your Twitter account, your YouTube account. Your Instagram account, your Gimmick Schnabitz account, whatever account you want, you could log in there. So you could do that from like a laptop or a desktop or a tablet. I'm done with the tablets. But you cannot do it from a mobile device just yet. You can't go on the Gimmick Chat with a mobile device because here at CBS, we are in the Stone Ages. So as you know, you know, I'm starting rapidly not to become a fan of the people here. Rapidly. It's bad. The whole team is here almost. Anthony's been gone, huh? He's out of state. Where's your your boy Anthony? Where's your butt buddy, your little grab-ass friend? Where's he at? I believe California. Oh, really? Has a wedding. Going back to Cali. 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 Wow. That's a little LL Cool J. Going back to Cali. I don't 
think so. Yeah, that's an old school song. But anyway, I digress. So Anthony's in California. I don't picture him. He's got that pasty skin. Oh, I think he's bred for out there. He's got all that facial hair, and he's got that wolfman hair, and he's got a giant head. He's like, ooh, he's got a giant skull and head. It's hot down out there in the West Coast. Well, isn't Northern California kind of cool? Where is he? Is he in Northern or Southern? I just know he's in that state. If he's in San Francisco, he's in Northern. Or maybe the San Jose. If he's in San Diego, then he's in West. He's in uh, the Southern California. He's going back to Cali. That's all I know. So he says, we got... <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, you know. We got, what's his name? Uh, Anthony. He's... It's going back to Cali, Cali, Cali. Dennis is going to get heat, heat, heat. Dennis is going to get heat. It's too early for him. Oh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, no, 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 yeah. I probably, yeah, I will. Oh, uh, uh, go on. I'm sorry you're not dancing. I, I got to go. feel it first. Cali, Cali, going back to Cali. I don't think oh. so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My man, LL. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. What do you mean, no? Yeah. Anyway. All right, so Dennis will be gone after the show. and uh... <laughs> It was nice working with you. <laughs> so, uh, Andy's in California. That's interesting. Yeah, Maybe he'll stay there. Hey, uh, <laughs> Christian in Texas, you're on the Taz Show. What's going on? Hey, Taz, how you doing? How are you, big guy? I'm good. Today's my birthday, man. Yeah. Well, now hold on. Uh, how long have you been? I have a couple of questions before we go further, Christian. How long? Excuse, let me finish. How long have you been listening or watching the Taz Show? Ever since the uh, Human Suplex podcast. Po- okay, got it. You're close. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. So here's the thing, bro. You kind of know my take on birthdays. Yeah, it's a simple answer. Yes or no? Um. No, not really. Oh, you're going to find out. So, okay. are you over the age of seven years old? Um, I'm 24. Yeah. Well, then you are what we call a grown-ass man. So, <laughs> <laughs> now, Christian, when you're a grown-ass man or a grown-ass adult, I- I'm in this realm. I don't really wish people a happy birthday because I feel like birthdays are for like the-, the young folks, the little kids. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, okay. That's but, fine. you know, have a happy, happy and healthy. How else can I help you? Uh, Lumberjack, I'm a little disappointed in you. Why is that, sir? Well, you said you were going to wear your T-shirt today. Oh, no, I did not. I don't, I, I think he makes, I think, I got to say, Christian, I think Dennis makes a good point. I think if Dennis pre- rehashed, uh-oh, don't take your shirt off, Dennis. Please oh, don't yeah, do that. I, still, I don't want please to. Please don't do We have a lady in the building. Please don't do that. <laughs> no, <'cause, laughs> there's a lady here that's working. Please, let's not do that. Uh, I, uh. I said that I would not wear it today because if I did, I'm just feeding into Taz ridiculing me for not wearing my shirt. I couldn't just, I would have no spine if I just walked in today wearing my shirt. Wow. So instead I wore a run in the game. Ask Kissing Jones. He's wearing the Taz shirt. Yeah, run you can the find it at clothesline.com. I'm running the game. That's exactly. Christian. <laughs> yeah. Just now, I, I, think, I do think Dennis did say that, but maybe you misunderstood him, right? I thought he said, hey, I'll wear the T-shirt today, and then then you said, then he said, uh, well, why don't, you wear it on a, why don't you wear it on Friday? I'm like, uh, okay. Yeah, I know. Well, today's, well, wait, 
Wait, well, maybe you're right, Christian. Wait, but he said today. No, he said tomorrow. You said tomorrow. Not today. Right? That's what you said, Dennis? Tomorrow. I'm not going to wear it today. Right. Christian, what day did he say he was going to wear it? I thought he said he was going to wear it on Thursday. But then you said, no, why don't you, you know, why don't you wear it on Friday? What's today, Christian? Today, Thursday. Not today. Right. Tomorrow is Friday. So he said, what day again did you say? Friday. Thursday. Not today. Right. Maybe. Wait a second. So you said maybe tomorrow. But Christian's saying you said today. Definitely not today. Mm, okay. I guess I'm going to have to overheard you. Okay. Well, I changed my name. Got it. Okay. And what else we got going on, guy? Um, I have a, I have something to say to Chef Mike, too. Oh. What, what, you got a problem with Chef Mike? Because I do. No, What's no, your problem no, 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 with no, no, no. Oh, well, What's up? Chef Mike. What about if him? If you're listening to this, I hope you are. And, uh, <laughs> I hope your restaurant has turned into a pokey stop. What, 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 a pokey stop? What the hell yeah. kind of... What is that? Like a, a hey, sex joint? Hey. That doesn't no, sound no, no, legal. No, no. Let me... let me. Okay, let me, uh, let me explain to you guys what it is. Yeah. I play Pokemon Go, and what it is, is a... Um, it's kind of like... Uh, say if I'm in New York, and Statue of Liberty, that's one of the landmarks, right? It's kind of a popular thing, yeah. It's big. Yeah. So there's a little wheel that I that I press on my phone and that I spin and it'll give me a free item on it. Interesting. Okay, so yeah. you have these buttons throughout New York City. Is that what you're saying to me? No, no. Like it has to be a specific landmark, like CBS Studio or something like that. Or well, the, if it costs any money, they <laughs> will not pay you anything for the CBS. Will you stop? They are cheap. But I digress. Continue. Oh, okay. So, you oh, know, okay. it has to be a specific landmark. Like, you know, maybe uh, like a memorial or... Well, there's not many. We don't have much of that stuff in New York City, like popular, like famous stuff. Except for that one statue you said. I can't really yeah. think of anything. Yeah, I don't know much here. Um, so what do you want to do? I don't understand the, the concept of what we're looking for into the dining Like, what are we looking to do? Okay, what it does, uh, I'm trying to help them out, trying to, you know... It's if I'm in New York and I'm playing Pokemon Go and I'm kind of hungry and I see Chef Mike's place and it's a um, little, uh, and I see Chef Mike's uh, restaurant. Yeah. And, uh, and it's a Pokestop. I could just spin the wheel. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, Christian. You're sure these things, I, I, I know the whole Pokemon Go, Go, I don't really, I'm not on top of it as much as maybe you. But, like, they're actually called Pokey, Pokey. And can you get like ex- can you get exploded on some of these? Uh, like if you're in the wrong spot, you could blow up, right? Uh, no, you can't. I thought you can't. It it'll, it'll give you free items like pokeballs, uh, potions. I thought you could blow up on some of them. No, no, you can't. You can't blow up on any. On any All right. It'll, so what's the punishment with Pokemon Go if you're in the wrong area? What happens? Well, nothing. You're just in the wrong area. That's all. Oh, that sounds tough. All right. So, what do you want? You want to you want to do something with Chef Mike? You want to play Pokemon with him? Well, I was. Well, uh, yeah, I was gonna ask him if his restaurant kid can get turned into a Pokestop. You know. Interesting. So that means he would have to get verified. I think so. They can, they can, they can suggest to him. Really? Um, well, how do you do that? Do you contact the Pokemon offices? Uh, I think you have to contact Niantic. 
N- N- Northampton? Na- Niantic. Oh, Niantic. What is that? Yep. That's, a, that's a game company that makes it. Oh, you're a big gamer, I guess. It's me, Mario. I understand. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know you're old school, Taz. I'm sorry. No, no, I, I am a little old. So I'm an old guy. <laughs> I'm just saying, but but I know you're a big gamer, so I'm just trying to help you out with the with the get you more comfortable here on you know, on the show. All right, so wh- how can I help you, sir? Um, I wanted to ask you one more thing, Taz, if you don't mind. I'm sure, you're spending a whole morning on my show. You might as well. <laughs> okay. All right, Christian, good. What was your personality like back in ECW? Were you just like a mean guy? Cause when when I see you rest, when I see you like wrestling and yeah, what was your personality like? If I walked up to you and said, "Hey, Chad, how you doing?" We like, "Hey, brother, back off, back off, no. back off." What, that would make me an asshole. Okay. <laughs> That's number one, Christian. So you, you're obviously reading the dirt sheets. So um, here's the thing. If you read the dirt sheets from back then, yes, then that's how people thought I was. But what I was, Christian, I talked about this many times publicly here. I was a bit of a hard ass, but I was never disrespectful to people. I was a loner. I stayed to myself. I was all business. And I was stern, but I was, at times, I was a little standoffish. I, you know, if a fan approached me for an autograph, I would give an autograph. I would not shut a fan down unless if I was, like, maybe leaving the arena and it was close to the time the show ended, that might be the wrong time to approach me. Um, but if I saw someone in the street or at a hotel or, or at an airport, I was 90% of the time cool. That other 10%, if I get a pro- if back then, if I got approached the wrong way, then I would have been that ass you heard about. Okay. <laughs> but now with, like, the wrestlers, though, you know, like, I was very competitive, like a lot of us were then. And thank you, Christian, for calling. Went well. But I was, um, you know, like I've talked about, I was a little bit, you know, I was a little tough to deal with. Um, uh, and, you know, the, 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 the legend of my character bled off into real life. They kind of made me feel, come off like I was just a psycho. So, but I like this angry psycho guy. And I really wasn't. I was just a little tougher to deal with. That's all. So, um... So that's the deal on that. But, yeah, that was a long time ago. I mean, I, I, I would hope I matured a little bit. I mean, I would think. But uh, maybe not. Hey, uh, Sean in uh, Toronto, you are on the Taz Show. What's up, buddy? Hey, good moment, Taz. Good moment, buddy. All right. I want to uh, ask you about some of your classic uh, SmackDown calls. But before I get to that, I want to know, do you remember exactly what you were trying to remember about the knock? What are you mm. going to say about Nakamura versus Miz yesterday? <laughs> I was afraid someone was going to ask me that question. <laughs> I did remember. When I listened to it, I, wa- I was waiting for you to talk about it, but I, mean, I only heard it after on the, uh, the audio on demand. I had a so total I, brain fart. No, Sean, I had a total brain fart. And somebody tweeted me. I'm trying to find it because someone actually figured out what the hell I was uh, uh, I was trying to uh, remember. I'm reading something on Twitter. Hold on. Uh, I'm trying to find it here. Hmm. What, do you remember or not? I do. I, I, I mean, you, it seemed like you were trying to make more than one point. So, I, But uh, the one I remember you were about to uh, say specifically was you were talking about how um, you were going to mention why you think The Miz couldn't do what he did with Nakamura the way he did with John Cena with the parody. The parody. That's right. You're, you're correct. And, uh, and I want to give a shout-out to this guy on Twitter, uh, Baboos. 
at Big Doll 808. I think I said it right. I don't have my my cheater eyeglasses on. But he said the thing you forgot to uh, the thing you forgot to mention yesterday was your thoughts how it was bad if Miz was to get uh, personal as he did with John Cena uh, yeah. with Nakamura. Right. That's basically what you and this guy are saying. Correct. That's what yeah. I. Yeah. I know. I, I, I figured the reason would probably be a, a quasi PC nightmare, maybe. Well, I think so. Uh, no, no. What, what do you mean with Nakamura? If if Miz did that? Yeah. No, no, yeah, that's not so much. No, 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 Sean, not so much that, bro. Seriously, what would right. the thing with that would have been like if if they go that route with Miz is because it would be very difficult for Nakamura to couple reasons to have a a, a true comeback verbally. Okay, mm-hmm. that's number one. So he's going to get eaten alive. Um, uh, number two, it's like Miz has to. And this is the part about the PC where you're probably right. Miz would have to kind of make fun of the way he speaks because of his lack of speaking the English language, being Japanese. Mm-hmm. So he would have to. I mean, I just think that's Miz is a, a low, below-the-belt, like, zinger-type guy. He would have to make fun of that, and that's a little tough. So it's yeah. kind of like you're, 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 if you're Nakamura, you're entering a gunfight with a knife. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's I all. I do think there'd be times, Sean, and thank you for calling. Thanks for reminding me, too. I do think there are times that you could do something like that with Nakamura and uh he would be um he'd be hysterical you know i do think so i mean because and they did some great packaging work yesterday on uh, NXT with Nakamura Dennis you saw that right they they did i did it i mean as as it's all well documented i'm a huge fan of knock so i'm going to enjoy it anyway but it was well it was well i done. thought it was great uh, they did a lot they did a really good package on him you know, this guy is just, he's hes a special talent. You know, he really is. He's a special talent. I mean, uh, and I talk a lot about connectivity with characters, with connectivity to, to the audience, you know. And this is a guy who does it without really translating verbally. You know, and it's so damn impressive. Now, I predicted a while back that, you know, maybe it would be difficult for him to uh, really uh, flourish, you know, in the WWE on the main roster because of his lack of speaking English language, and I think that might be tough for him, you know. Um, and maybe Vince might be hesitant to push him. But I don't know. They gave him a hell of a debut. I might be wrong on that as far as the push thing. So, um, you know, that could be wrong. By the way, we have a crooked camera here, Dennis, because no one looked into it. I'm glad that's funny for you. But maybe you could fix it and help our director when you get a chance. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. You got it. No problem. Stay off that shot and begin. So, um, yeah. So I, I think maybe I might have been wrong about my prediction um, on uh, Nakamura and maybe Vince not pushing him hard <clears throat> once he's on the main roster. Because he's on the main roster now. Now, for now, it looks like, you know, where he was was um, on SmackDown. But as we talked about yesterday, you know, he might end up with this whole superstar shakeup thing. He might end up on Raw. But um, I think I'm going to be wrong in regards to the push and the lack of being able to talk. I do think that he'll get pushed hard. Uh, I think I just it just seems like it's going to be. Will he be the, a world champion in WWE? I don't know. That's where I'm thinking that the promo thing's going to be a problem for him. You know what I mean? Also, in uh, some WWE news, uh, if you guys didn't hear, uh, WWE released Simon Gotch, one half of the Vaudevillains. Vaudevillians. Right. Why'd you look at me like that? You, did, did you have, no, I wanted to hear the fart. What's the problem? You look at me weird. I feel fine. Um, I wanted to hear your thoughts. So, I, you know, I really think the WWE uh, missed the boat. I mean, on the main roster with the Vaude Villains. I, I, I mean, just watching these guys while their success in NXT, 
<clears throat> I talk a lot about for wrestlers of today finding their own identity and not ha- hacking or copying or mimicking someone. Take bits and pieces of characters you feel you could connect to and portray as a performer and, and, and take a potpourri of them and grab, and you know what I mean? Um, these guys did something that was very unique, you know, the Vault Villains. And, and NXT, you know, Triple H and stuff, they put a lot into the production of their music, the lighting made it black and white, that old 19, you know, 15, 1920 look or whatever. You know, um, and these guys, they, they, they looked the part. Both, both of the Vault you know, the, the Villains, they looked the part. And then once, the, I've I got to be honest, once... Once they got to the main roster, I'm, I was thinking to myself, I, just could, I could see Vince connecting to this. Uh, I was off on that. Was, I don't know what happened. I don't know if these guys, I, I, I don't know if they had any issues backstage. Who knows? You, you never know what happens. I mean, I'm not saying that did happen to these guys because I, I don't know as far as these two guys. <clears throat> and things. Well, what could happen backstage? If guys are good or a girl's a good performer, what could happen backstage? Well, simple. You know, uh, <laughs> you're asked to do a job and lose a match and you know your your reaction could hurt you and again i'm not saying that these guys did that or simon gotch i'm not they they look at your face sounds crazy i know somebody think what are you talking about i'm telling you the truth <laughs> they look at your face <laughs> so any young wrestlers out there listen to this if you ever end up in a wwe or e or you're in it uh or any company for that matter that that's high above uh others uh you know like if it's a tna or I, I would think Ring of Honor is similar. You just can't, what we call, sell it, you know. Um, and that that's, you know, we all make that mistake when we're younger, you know, where you've you got to do a job. And I've seen guys stomp their feet and <clears throat> get pissed off. Like, no, I'm not doing it. That's just like totally just, just take the bridge and just just completely blow the bridge up. I mean, that's just what you're doing there. Um, when I was very young, I kind of did stuff like that. Uh <laughs> And I kind of slowed down my career to advance. Uh, this is way before ECW. Because <clears throat> your face was looked at, even on the independents back then. They'd want to see what kind of reaction you had. And, again, not saying any of this happened with Simon Gotch. I'm just giving an example of what can happen backstage with someone if they have an issue. That's all. Uh, but I'm going to go to commercial break. On the other side of break, I'm going to talk more about this. Because it's a topic that I think is interesting about... <clears throat> When a wrestler's asked to do the honors or do a favor or do a job, <clears throat> when it's right or wrong to react that way, how to deal with it. We're going to talk some NXT in a little bit. Uh, also, again, if you want to call the show, 866-475-2948. You can do that. Tad Show, we're about it. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All righty, all righty, you. Here we go. A little uh, Thursday action. Taz Show. Appreciate you guys checking out the show as usual. So I was looking at uh, Twitter before I get talking about what's the right reaction to have when the company tells you to lose a match. I'll explain that in a second. <laughs> uh, speaking of experience. But I was looking at Twitter, and um, I got to go over to the gimmick chat shortly, too. And there was something on Twitter that jumped out to me. Cody Great put out a really cool, funny uh, tidbit that we retweeted. That was pretty funny. And Dan Norton, these are some of the regular hardcore fans of Taz Show, put out a Taz is talking Mets on hashtag Taz Show, hashtag LGM, hashtag we did the job, that's what it should say. 
hashtag bot, hashtag big sexy, where's hashtag big chubby, and uh, he didn't put all that. I'm kind of mixing my own stuff into Dan Norton's, but it got me thinking uh, when big Dan Norton tweeted this because there's a, a gif guy, gif of uh, Keith Hernandez and Jerry Seinfeld's giant heads uh, with all the uh, amongst the sea of humanity of Mets Nation in the orange and blue, and I started thinking, not the scene egotistical. Wouldn't it be grand if there was a giant head of me, of the Taz Show, or Taz Show sign at a Met game, Dennis? How badass would that be? A giant Taz Show flag at the Met, fan, uh, Met games, City Field. I feel like a lot of the Taz Show fans in the New York area are Met fans. I agree. And you already... Your color's orange. The Mets have orange. There's a tie well, in there. Well, they have there. We know that. Well, it's not a tie. It's a hack on them. But that's a whole nother story. But go ahead, continue. Also a great point. <laughs> so I you. think I think at some point you can rally the troops and you can have a a giant Tasho bit. Not even a flag. Get a banner. Well, I know you're a Yankee. Well, this ban- we have banners. <laughs> we have what we have. Yes. God, I got the reenactment of a banner there by Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> but... <clears throat> You know, uh, there's also, uh, you're a Yankee fan, so you might not be familiar with the uh, T7LA. Do you know what that is? Don't don't Google. I'm not. I'm not. They're, they have the seven-line crew. I that's, think you're just using the, a different abbreviation. Why is it the T7? Because it's the seven-line army. Okay? Oh, that's okay. That's I knew they, they have a crowd called listen, the seven-line. Listen, sir, line. listen. You stick with your Bronx bombers and stop trying to infiltrate in the orange and blue. Okay, Relax. Now, I know any, oh, yours. Of, any of you that aren't from New York, you're like, who cares? I don't give a rat's ass. No one cares. Well, then you have to listen anyway. That's just the way this goes. <laughs> but the Seven Line Army, maybe the Taz show We Over Nation, the New York chapter. Yeah! Chapter. It's like we're a motorcycle gang. <laughs> maybe uh, like it. they need to mesh, merge, like we're doing with Intercom. Maybe there needs to be like a merger, a merger, but smoother. You know what I mean? And quicker. So maybe that needs to happen. Mesh, you know, Dennis, the seven line guys and the We Over Nation, the Tasho Nation. Well, how do we know a lot of the seven Look. the seven line people aren't already Tasho fans? <laughs> I think there's a few in there. Um, at times, I wear on the show here. I might wear seven line gear. They have really cool gear, but I, I do. I have a partnership with them. Uh, no, I don't. No, but um, I'm a I'm a fan of their stuff, and I plug them right now for no reason except that I'm a Met fan, and I think that it'd be good for us our two armies to unite. We have the same cause, and that's hoping victories for our New York Mets. So, wanted to get that out there. Now, I was talking earlier about um, you know, going to break. I was talking about <clears throat> when you're asked to lose a match. You know, I didn't learn this. A lot of us don't learn this until we're really, like, in the business a little bit. Especially when I came up in the business, man, you were tested so much. And most of the tests that were happening to you, you didn't even know they were tests. And unfortunately, when I was young, I failed all these tests. (laughs) And when you fail these tests, you don't get, like, a paper and said, okay, you got an F on that test. You don't know. You just don't get booked. That's kind of what happens. And that's the truth. Yeah. So, um... And you're like, what happened? Why, why, why? If you act a certain way when you're asked to lose a match, up until right into the the, 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 the grandiose of WWE, if <clears throat> you start asking too many questions or if you make a little bit of a smirk or a facial expression or if you complain quietly, even respectfully, at times you can get heat for that. 
This is real inside baseball, guys. So, you know, you can. Um, now, let's see. There's, there's a packing order, just like there is in life. So if you're, um, you know, if you're uh, John Cena and you're griping about doing the job, all right, you're not going to get heat. If you're Roman Reigns, you're probably not going to get heat. If, if you're, you know, <clears throat> if you're Nakamura coming in next, next week on Raw, let's say they put him on Raw. He leaves SmackDown. He do the shake-up. He's on Raw. Nakamura. And then the follow, and he wins. He wrestles on Raw. He's on Raw. Monday. Wins. Boom. Great. He beats somebody. Then the following week, they have him wrestle somebody else. No matter who it is. And he has to do the job. And, and he's in there two weeks, three weeks. And let's say Nakamura gives a little pushback to doing the job. Like, like ex question. Well, why? What, where, like, where are we going with this? Like, what? That type of thing. They'll be all with it. Well, no, this is the reason, blah, blah, blah. You know, we're gonna, we got you back. And then he'll be doomed. That's, as, that's how easy it is. <laughs> that really is how easy it is. So the smarter guys and girls just do what they're told when they're young, coming up. And Nakamura is not a rookie. He's far from it. Don't matter. You got to earn your stripes in the WWE. Main roster now, okay? What you did in NXT, oh, look at look at look what happened with Tyler Breeze. I love Tyler Breeze. <clears throat> I thought that kid was going to soar to the moon, and he should have. He's got the ability, the promo work, the look. He had the whole thing, you know. But the rumors were he left the he left the building a little early uh, after he was work working uh, a TV or whatever it was, and then they were looking for him for something, and he was gone. I think that's what happened. I, I could be off a little bit on the story, but. You know, that's a that's a that's a problem. And, and 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 I like him and I and I feel like he was in the doghouse for quite some time and then finally got out of it a little bit. But you know, that can really affect you. That can really, really affect you. Uh, I know you had a question for me too, Dennis. Before we get into that, I want to read one other thing on Twitter because we have a lot of new fans of the Taz show. So this person on um on the Twitter, uh Izzy Incredible at Izzy I-Z-Z-Y underscore for real. He has a good question. He goes, bro, bro, hey, bro, bro. No, he goes, bro, where did the term good moment come from? Well, that's simple. I created that. No, no. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's tremendous. It's all my IP. No, no. The, the good moment. Good question. Is he incredible? Oh, good. The, good, the good moment came from this. Whenever people would come on my show, I would, and if they guessed or whoever, and they'd say good morning, I would get very angry with them. And I still do. Very angry. Raging. You know, maybe not raging, but angry. And I'd say, no, no, please stop with the good morning, even though we're live in the morning, East Coast. You know, what if someone is listening to the podcast version and it's 11 p.m. at night somewhere? Or what if, you know, they're in another country and it's 9 p.m. at night right now, you know, while this is live? Or what if... They're watching a VOD and they're whatever. It's two days later at in, in at eleven p.m. So the good morning. I want everyone that that engulfs this show to feel welcome the right way. <clears throat> so good morning doesn't fit on this shiznit right here, as the kids are saying. Right? Doesn't fit here. Okay, Izzy. So I then came up with this good moment thing. Me? No. Guy, guy, guy. It wasn't me, Izzy. It was actually Mike Johnson. Because Mike Johnson came on, the Mike Johnson, the PW Insider Report on Tuesdays here in the Taz Show. And he made the error of saying, uh, good morning. And I yelled at him. What are you nuts? And then he said, all right, well, sorry, uh, good moment. 
And next thing you know, I'm like, all righty then. We have something which we call sticks. It's stuck. And the rest is history, Izzy. So that's the, that's the backstory of the good moment for some of you novice new f- people to the Taz Show, which I appreciate. And, uh, and I love everybody in this world, if you didn't know. Now, uh, sir, uh, you had a question for me, I believe. There were, uh, it, it's a, it's a two, uh, two part question. Spit First, it out, please. When you're talking about losing properly, yeah. uh, you kind of hit on it, but you, you don't want to make a face or anything to signify like you're disappointed. Because obviously you're disappointed. Nobody wants to lose. But it, can you be too, you don't want to be too kiss assy, I guess, where it's like, hey, look, you're, you know, you're going to go out here, you're going to lose. You'd be like, oh, okay, guys, like. No, no, it's actually, it's okay. That's better. Cause, I'm just being honest. Okay, I appreciate that. Business. I'm just telling you how it is. I'm, you don't have to don't be like, like, oh, my a- God, thank you for letting me lose. I love you, Vince. I, you don't do that. No. You just, you just, it's just no There's like an jokes. eagerness, yeah. just, just happy to, just happy to, to be, be a part of it. Especially when you knew her. It's unbelievable. You, you can't, you just can't, you can't. Um, I'll give you something like, if you equate it to like, let's say, um, Okay, let's say in, in, the, in the activity of baseball, I almost said sport. So let's say, uh, I don't know, Jose Reyes, he's the starting third baseman for the Mets, right? And God forbid, he tweaks his ankle. They got to call up the third baseman, you know, uh, Joey Baseball Glove Rottencock. He comes up from AAA, okay? Highly tattered prospect. Yeah, he's got a great GPA. And he comes up, he comes up. And he's going to play third base. But they want to slip uh, the second baseman over the third and put this 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 kid from AAA in the middle infield at second instead of third. They bring him up. He thinks he's going to play third. He, they, they, you know, Collins says to him, listen, kid, this is what we're going to do. You're going to play second. You know, our second base is going to play third. Reyes is going to rehab for his ankle, whatever. What do you think that rookie – out of Triple A, should say. I would, hey, happy to be on the team wherever you need me. Right. So I'm trying to give you the analogy, like it's the same thing in our business. You know what I mean? It makes sense. I just like so you pay dues. You know, you you can't. You know, you got to you got to earn stripes. Now with, well, I, I'm not equating my. This not, is not a Q and A, sir. No, please. I okay, please. This is I I actually pay a lot, charge a lot of money for that. So you're gonna have to pay me if. It, Oh, well, what, what I'm, I'm, out of que- I'm out of questions then. No, 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 serious. Okay, okay, please. Um, I'm going to throw something at you. Please, come on. Stop. Tell me. What I, what I want to know is like, so how do, how, do the, how do the veterans backstage react? Do, do you guys look at like an up-and-comer, if, he, if he's over-eager, is it kind of like, how do you guys take that? Oh, it's if like, you're an ass-kisser, you know, yeah, that's not going to help you <laughs> in the locker room. Uh, yeah, there's a certain way to act, for sure. But usually when you're talked to about what they need you to do at the end of this match it's not in front of everybody it's private they'll take the two combatants in the match and say this is what we're going to do this is what we want to do they don't talk about the bulk of the match they talk about the end right who's going to win who's going to lose no one else is there just the agent or the producer and these two wrestlers it's that simple so it's not like so if one guy's a kiss ass yeah the other guy might go to lock him and say yeah this guy's a little bit of a you know he's 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 like you know uh, to the contrary, too, if you are told you're going to win and you're young and you're new and you act too eager, that's oh. the worst thing to do. That's when, you, when you're winning a lot, when you're young, just shut up, nose to the grindstone, don't say nothing. Yeah, it, it, you're, this, the whole crux of what I'm trying to say is, this is what sparked me before the break, 
is the, your conduct backstage. So we hear this all the time. You wrestling fans, you people, you guys hear this all the time. Oh, you got heat backstage. Well, what does that mean to you guys? A lot of you guys don't even know what that means. You know, I'm trying to give you ingredients with that, why you get heat. Ways to get heat. You know what I'm saying? That's how you get heat. Does that make more sense, Dennis, Absolutely. from a fan's perspective? Yeah. Right. So, you know, I think that, um, I think this day and age, the guys are a little bit uh, smarter because of guys from my era and the year before me and guys making mistakes with their conduct backstage and how they act towards certain things and how to react and stuff like that. So, you know, that's really the whole deal on that. Also, another topic, uh, uh, speaking on the Hardys. Yeah. Uh, Matt and Jeff Hardy, uh, basically, there's reports out there uh, that the WWE is allowing the Hardys to finish and complete their independent dates, you know, that they have. They have a few dates with some independent wrestling you know, promotions. So, uh, which is, uh, you know, that's all good. That doesn't uh, surprise me. Isn't I see as a fan that surprises me because I thought once you're with the WWE, they don't want you to to finish commitments. I'm, that's so untrue. And then, how would you know? But I'm telling you, that's right. that's really untrue. You know, that's really really untrue. Uh, as long as you're up front, and the Hardys are professionals, and they're smart enough to say, and anybody who does, not just veterans like the Hardys. <clears throat> Anybody with a half a brain, if WWE comes to them, and WWE knows how this works. They know there's a a whole bunch of independent promotions out there. Everywhere you look, there's independent promotions. It's like wrestling podcasts. They're everywhere. So, I mean, you know, it's like, so, you know, uh, the, the, um, the WWE wants you to complete your dates because they want you to do business on the way out the door of anywhere going into their big doors. Because, and I've, I've talked about this a while ago. It happened to me. You know, it happened to me with ECW when I remember when I sat uh, in a conference room at a hotel in Connecticut, you know, with Vince McMahon. Obviously, I know Vince McMahon. And we had a long meeting, you know, a great meeting, great meeting. And back then, it was, the internet was just starting to crank up, and kayfabe was still alive, believe it or not. And they didn't, you know, Vince... (laughs) A lot of times when he when some guys were coming in to sign with the company from other companies, he didn't want them to come into the office for a meeting because it would leak out onto the new thing called the internet or the dirt sheets. So it was protecting the business. It's it was so much fun back then. It was so exciting. Like I would I met them, Vince, you know, at a hotel, literally three miles from the WWE Tower. From the, I, not kidding you. Right off 95. That's awesome. It was really awesome. I walk into this big conference room. It's the middle of the week. There's nobody at this hotel. It's a beautiful hotel. And I walk in, and they tell me that they, they had let me know the conference room I had to meet at, you know, a couple of days prior, and who was going to be there. And um, <laughs> I walk into this conference room, and there's nobody in this thing except, and you would have loved this, Dennis, just a oh, yeah. row of food. Catering, dude, you would have been oh, what a gavoon! You would have been all over it, Vince. I don't need to hear your pitch. <laughs> I'm in, dude. There was so much food there. Is that gabagool? Uh, <laughs> it might have been it's, some gabagool. He's like talking. I'm just shoveling was, food in my mouth. <laughs> 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 might have a problem with this guy's nutritional habits. <laughs> so, but this is this is going to sound insane. This is going to sound insane. Oh my god, this story's funny. Um, Boys and girls. 
up your stools. It is now time for Taz Tales. So I go to this hotel, right, because I'm going to sign. Well, we're going to do this hardcore negotiation about me signing with me and Vince. And Vince Russo was there. He was the head writer at the time. Nobody else was there. And apparently nobody else knew that we were going to meet. And it was very top secret. Initially, we were supposed to meet at Vince's house, which is like you could imagine. But no, that's where a lot of times guys would meet, you know, that, that were going to come sign. Because he, like I said, he wanted to kayfabe, didn't want it out on the internet, and he was protecting the business, didn't want people to meet at the WWE Tower uh, because then it would get out in the dirt sheets and stuff like that. He didn't trust every, anyone, you know what I mean? That's, that's smart. So I walk into this big conference room in the middle of the week at this hotel, which is just a couple of miles from the WWE Tower. And there's nobody in sight. Nobody in this hotel. It's empty. It's a beautiful hotel. I walk in this room. Now I'm supposed to, whatever, conference room B, whatever it was. Catering, food everywhere. Everything. Now, at that time, I was training hard. I was eating healthy. And um, <laughs> I'm like, man, this stuff looks good. And I'm like, am I in the right room? I'm looking around. And in comes Vince McMahon. Hey, pal. He does the whole, just like, what's going on? You know, and he shakes my hand. Long time no see. Because, I, you know, we had met several times because we had done stuff with the real invasion with ECW and WWF. And so we had met before. But we really, and I had done like a dark match for them when I was really young. And I, did, I met him briefly. You know, and that was like when Ultimate Warrior was working there and Hercules Hernandez and Hulk Hogan and, you know. I, me and Ray Odyssey had to wrestle each other in a dark match, and we had to follow <laughs> a giant promo segment between Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior, and then me and Ray Odyssey had to do a, a dark match. What are you nuts? Oh, that was fun. In Rochester. Yikes. Yeah, that was fun. We walked out, and it was like no one even knew who he was. It was just like, it was just, it was like 15,000 people. The cameras aren't rolling. They're doing what they call tape change, and we're just like... Let's wrestle, Ray. And uh, and we had a great match. We did. We had a great match. They were looking to hire, before the whole Cruiserweight thing happened, they were looking to hire, because at the time, I think Owen Hart, either, Owen Hart was either like the junior heavyweight champ or the Cruiserweight champ. I can't remember what they called it. And then uh, and they were looking for guys to wrestle him for the Northeast on house shows. And I was eager. I was young. So was Ray, the surfer Ray Odyssey. And we had a great match, but you know we, we didn't get hired. Because I think what happened after that, Owen blew his knee out or something. So they kind of ixnayed the whole, the whole gimmick they were going to do. But anyway, I digress. So back to this conference room. So there's all this food in this conference room, right? It's insane. And I'm thinking to myself, just like I said earlier in this show, the trap. The trap. Don't fall for it, Taz. Don't eat nothing except the shaved turkey breast and the pineapples. Uh-huh. Don't touch the cake. Don't touch the big ziti they had there, Dennis. Don't touch the roast beef with the gravy and mashed potatoes. Don't touch it. I didn't eat any of it. I ate healthy. Vince came, ate, boom. The other Vince came, boom. We sat for hours. Me and McMahon talked. We had a great time. We came to terms financially. We met, no lie, we met in this conference room. It had to be for three hours. That's how long we were there just, just talking. We came to verbal terms within five minutes of the meeting. That's the truth. The easiest negotiation I've ever had in my career, easiest, was when I signed with WWE. And that's the gospel truth. Total, total truth. 
but I wouldn't eat the other food because I didn't want, oh, come on, eat up, pal. No, I'm good, Vince. I've got, I got to work you know, later on. I had actually worked the next day in Florida uh, for ECW. I, you know, and, and I had to let Paul know. And that was part of what happened in the meeting. Because I said to Vince, and this leads to with the Hardys and the Hardys, you know, working independent dates and stuff like that, finishing their independent dates. I said to WWE, I said to Vince, I go, Vince, I, I have to finish my commitment with ECW. He said, no, you better finish it. You have to do business the right way. I go, look, I'm, I'm on top here. I can't. He goes, you got it. Whatever he needs, one month, two months, three months, do whatever you got to do. Finish your commitments. Because then you're full time with us. Just let us know when that is. And that's how easy it was. I'm, I'm not kidding. That's really how easy it was. But he was hell-bent, Vince, that I needed to finish my commitment. And he said, I appreciate you being professional enough to think that way. I go, oh, Vince, <clears throat> if I do Heyman wrong like that, what am I going to do to you one day possibly, right? And he goes, you're exactly right. And that's how they think, WWE and other companies. You got to do business the right way out the door, and that's why the heart is doing the right thing. They finished their their independent dates. It's just good business. These independent companies advertise them. They got to finish the dates. Vince would never. No one in WWE, not just Vince, they would never. Triple H is the same way. He would never ever say no. You can't work the dates. They're not going to burn these smaller companies. They're not like that. They're really not like that. I, I don't I, look. I don't work for WWE. Lord knows I'm probably never going to work for WWE. You never know. Never say never, as they say. I'm not trying to get a job at WWE. I work here at CBS. Everyone here loves me at CBS. Will you stop? So I'm not going anywhere this week. But <laughs> no, no, but all kidding aside, I, don't, I have no agenda here. I'm being honest, and I'm telling you that they, that's how it works there. They don't, um, they are not looking for you to burn bridges or burn companies or do bad business. They're not. Is it because you thought, like, I think a lot of fans would agree with you. Did you think that because... Vince is a hard-ass businessman, and they're, 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 they, they are, are very territorial of their talent. talent? Yes, it was mostly that, and a little of just for, I think it was Matt who put the tweet out. He, it was like, we're, we're going to finish our commitments. Or he, like, thanked the WWE. He's like, I want to thank the WWE for putting out, um, for letting us finish our pre-booked. And it, I thought that was weird because... You wouldn't you want to keep that under wraps or just kind of like let them do their thing and, and ride off? And like you said, Vince. No, no, I think he did that. I think Matt did that because he wanted people to know, look, we're cool with the WWE and WWE is cool with us. And that's why we're finishing okay. these dates. So Matt was smart in that tweet because he covered a lot of bases. He covered the bases of we're still in WWE. WWE's cool with us doing these dates. And the independent companies are cool because we're tagging them. And they know that we're doing the right thing. So Matt was very smart. You know, he obviously took my advice and hacked me and took 60 seconds before he tweeted. All right, on that note, <laughs> on that note, we're going to break. Let's have a break. I'll take some phone calls. Also going to talk about NXT. Haven't got into that. I'll also give a shout-out to some folks on the gimmick chat. Later on, maybe we'll do Facebook Live. We've got to see what's going on with the Facebook Live machine. Uh, Taz Show, very busy, rock and rolling, uh, giving you a lot of stuff here, uh, as usual. Uh, and, yeah, if you didn't hear the Mets lost in extra innings, then I'm pissed. Taz Show, you're right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Alrighty, yeah. One hour down, one hour to go. Tash Show, him dance, him dance, I'm gonna have a little NXT, got a little stuff going on. Check up, uh, Superstar, check up, telling Tales, I was doing a lot of stuff here. Yep, 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 doing like an auction again. 
I'm going to come back and break all the time. Auction show tax. That's what we call that. So I just couldn't help but notice on the uh, Twitter that the uh, National Burrito Day is today. So Dennis has been salivating and there's saliva just dripping off of his face. It's disgusting. He's like a bloodhound. Freaking bloodhound. Yes. Uh, also, I'm on the gimmick chat reading some stuff right here. I got uh, Dan Gornsky saying, loving the story, Taz. Thank you. That must be the story I was telling. Conference from Jones in Connecticut with the Vince McMahon uh, about the, 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 the deal. Yep, yep, nice. About the food. Yes. Anyway, uh, what was I going to say? I was talking. I got a lot of people calling the show. I got to get to that. A lot of people, a couple people want to talk about the Superstar Shake-Up. We're going to get into that. Like, what's the potentials of someone going where? Some stuff on NXT I wanted to definitely talk about. Okay? Uh, I, actually, I, I watched NXT. I, I thought it was good. I didn't think it was great. I think NXT's in a, a kind of a... Kind of NXT right now is kind of in like a changeover period. It's a little rough for them. Because they're losing talent. Talent that they pushed. Big. And trying to make other talent. So it's a tough transitional time. But you know what? They'll be fine. So they'll be fine. I'll tell you where NXT dropped the ball last night. Okay. Uh, a lot of stuff they did was good. Don't get me wrong. I mean, um, I like the Peyton Royce Aaliyah match. I like Peyton Royce. I like Billy Cat. I like both these girls a lot. I think they're legit. Both of them. I like them both a lot. So I'm good with that. I like Heavy Machinery. They're different. Makes them good. I don't like the Bollywood boys. Okay. But I do like Heavy Machinery. They are different. They have their own identity. And I think that's cool. Okay. Only Lawkin, I think, is okay. I think Only Lawkin took a step backwards yesterday, and it's not his fault. He's a very good worker. I think his name was Biff Busick. Busick, I think that was his uh, original work name. Uh, it's not his fault what happened. What happened was someone called the Drifter, remember him? And he came out as El Vegabondo, Bundo, whatever. And, yo, I'm telling you guys right now, the El Vegabondo gimmick is over. But what they did wrong with, with Lorkin was they let him be the heavy. They let him be like the babyface angry guy at the wrong time with this guy. You know, he's getting booed because he's stooged off that this guy's the drifter. Not only that, then they had Orny take the mask off the guy. It kills it. Kills it. Everybody knows it's the drifter. Don't have a babyface say that. Don't even put him in that position. This gimmick is tre- was tremendous. I don't know how you back up from it now. Maybe you can. El Vagabondo, maybe, maybe they didn't know that the audience would he would get over like that. But it was great. I think you've got to change on the fly. I think someone's got to get in the referee's ear and say, okay, tell Lawkin, don't pull the hood off this guy. Don't. <laughs> don't. Leave it alone. Don't even say, you know, that he's the drifter. Leave it alone. That's why that, that part of the business is kind of changed a little bit and where there's not much ad-libbing out there and you got to think on your feet at times you can't just go by the script because sometimes the audience especially that many people that were in that building there was like fifteen thousand people there because they were shooting that was before raw i think right dennis so it had a lot of people there and it's like you know sometimes you got to listen to the audience and the audience was telling you el vagabundo is is over so you got you to change on the fly. I can't expect only Logan to just change on his own. He's got to get word from the office, through the ref, or the stage manager, someone. Don't call him the drifter. Don't take off his mask. Actually, just wrestle him and beat him. This character, El Vega Bundo, can lose every week. 
let him talk, let him sing that way he sings, which is funny, and let him lose. As long as he's wearing that hood and he's talking like he's the drifter and acting that way and spacey kind of, it's funny. It's entertaining. It's good. It's, it's a let me up moment. It felt good. And then you have a baby face kill it. Yuck. 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 Not good. Way too early. Damn. You know, in defense to NXT, they, like I said a moment ago, they probably didn't realize that the guy was going to get over like that. And trust me, they'll revisit it somehow. I don't read the spoilers. I, I bet they did something. Dennis reads the spoilers, the producer of the show. I already know it's going to happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you talk to all the dirt sheets and you get all your insight. That's your gimmick. That is your gimmick. Freddie in California on the Taz Show. Hey, what's going on, Taz? Good moment. Good moment, buddy. Good moment, Leonard Jack. Good moment. Hey, I had a question, Taz. Actually, uh, I want to put you over real quick, and uh, I had a quick question. Yeah, go ahead, buddy. So uh, I always put over your show uh, every time I call, but uh, I, I'm actually I want to put you, uh, Taz, the man, uh, Mike Darugi, over. That's no, well, my my uh, my real legal name. I exposed it. It's actually Lou Sass. So I'm I'm no uh, longer Mike Darugi. I'm Lou Sass. S A S S. I absolutely noticed it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's up? <laughs> okay, well, it's just it's just wild, man. It's it's uh it's. It blows my mind that you you genuinely think that you're never going to get into the Hall of Fame. I I think it's it's absolutely overdue, and it's slowly but surely going to happen. I really do appreciate that, Fred. I do. I don't. I just. Uh, I'm. Uh, I just don't think I'm going to. I don't know why. I just feel like I'm not. I don't know. And 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 I don't think. I mean, I, maybe they don't look at me like I don't know. Like I I did enough as a wrestler there, or you know, I, I don't. Know. I think I, my broadcasting career there was was pretty powerful. I'm lucky for the opportunity, but I was you know able to hit a ball that they gave me to hit, and I hit it. But I don't know. I just don't think it's gonna happen. But I appreciate you saying that. Absolutely, and I'm sure Mrs. Taz already has you going to dress because everybody else uh, knows you're going to get in the Hall of Fame. It seems, it seems except you. Yeah, well, she was disappointed because she took uh, her old wedding dress when we got married, and she dyed it orange, and um, <laughs> she put it in the Ritt dye. That's where Katie Lindahl went to college, Ritt University. And she, she dyed it orange and with black stripes in the dress, and she said, damn it, what am I going to do with this thing now? You didn't go in. I know, I know, I'll tell you. So uh, we'll see. You know, well, maybe I'll have to buy her a new dress. I don't know. So we'll see what happens. What else is up? Absolutely. We'll plan on sir. Well, uh, actually, I had a question about Undertaker's match. Um, I didn't even get a chance to ask you. I uh, called a couple of days. We were pressed for time. But yeah. uh, do you think WWE uh, kind of dropped the ball as far as uh, kind of promoting Undertaker's last match? I mean, they, I mean, there's been some speculation that it was going to be his last match. But they didn't know for sure. But, I mean, that's a big deal. I think they could have kind of made that the theme for WrestleMania. We all know what it ended up being, like the ultimate thrill, right? But I, I, hold on, Freddie. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I disagree, bro, and this is why I disagree with you. I think the WWE did it right, and I'll tell you why. Because try to find, you have to think like them. And the way they think, they don't think of the hardcore fan. I say this all the time. They, they think of the, the masses. I had people, somebody here at CBS, a corporate guy, said, wow, I can't believe Undertaker's done. Wow, that was his last match. That's crazy. See, that's, that's what the casual fan, they don't, they don't know, to your point, like what I mean, you're saying they don't know it's his last match. You know, they don't. They don't they don't follow the business. The casual fan doesn't follow it on, on social media. They don't read uh, you know, internet reports. They might not even listen to my show. So that I, I think that 
the masses didn't realize it was going to be his last match. Uh, and I think WWE did, right, did the right thing not promoting it because then when you promote it, now it's truly an angle alert that he's going to lose, in my opinion, um, because then they're going to have him pass the torch. I think it's good they left it open-ended. My opinion, I do. And I just gave my reasons why, you know. That's understandable. I, I, I had to ask because uh, it, it seems like it, it's been something that happened in the past. With, with we saw uh, Stone Cold's uh, retirement match. And, I mean, nobody knew that that was going to be his last match. We all kind of had that feeling, but uh, right. it, it didn't promote it as far as that goes. They're big into – listen, I, I'm telling you how Vince thinks, Freddie, okay? And I'm telling thank you for calling, buddy. I'm telling you how Vince thinks. I, I, I know how this man thinks. Obviously, I know Vince McMahon. And he is not – he is big into, as much as he can, not leading the audience. He does not want to lead the audience. He wants you guys to sit, all of us, me too. He wants us all to sit and enjoy the show and feel the show. And, and he don't want to spoil the show. He, he wants you to wonder. He, he's big into let's ask questions. Let's wonder. From an announcing standpoint, now if you have undertaken this to be his last match, like that's all these guys have to say throughout the whole match. This is his last ride. This is the last match. This is the last time we'll see the Undertaker. You don't want that to be the story. You, you want the story... To build your young guy in 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 and that he's in trouble here against, you know, uh, the Undertaker. If you're screaming that this is his last match, you're screaming this guy's old, Undertaker. You know what I mean? Like, I think all those little things add up to why they didn't say it's his last match or promote it. Undertaker's last ride. This is a retirement match. Ah, it's trite. Dennis laughs. I knew that was going to happen on cue. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh. uh, yeah. Hamed, uh, Hem- I think I said your name wrong. I know you've called before. In D.C., you're on the Taz Show. What's up, guys? Say your name again for me, buddy. Hamed from D.C. I did it right. I did it right. I did it right. I did it right. First time go. <laughs> What's up, bud? Lee Creative, peace be with you. Oh. And also with you. Look at this. Uh. What's up, buddy? <laughs> I got to talk about Nakamura and put Dennis Jones over. Oh. God. Go ahead. All right. Dennis Jones has been growing on me. Just... Like a wart. <laughs> a good wart, though. Don't but... freeze me off. <laughs> I'll keep you there. You're a good guy. He's just been funny and just keeping his head high and just being a great part. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa, 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 whoa. Excuse me. Excuse me. What do you mean keeping his head high? Why, why wouldn't his head be held high? Well, every time his head's high, he has a beck in his mouth, so... Well, that's true. But no, what I'm saying is there are reasons why his head shouldn't be held high here? I'm a little confused why you're saying that. Well, a lot of people bury him, and I give him a hard time. <laughs> <every day. laughs> why do you think people bury him? He's Dennis Jones, man yeah. of mystery. Yeah, he's a man of mystery. Well, no, uh, it's nice that you put him up. Well, Dennis, you can speak to him, man. I don't want to speak on your behalf. Oh, Hamed, I thank you kindly for those beautiful words, and I would love... Uh, I would love for you to attend my sermon whenever I, I have one next. Oh. Please put a public service announcement. I will be there front row. Oh. Yeah. Well, I, I, I when lately what's happening, Ahmed, <laughs> when I hear Dennis's voice, I just get so, my temperature rises. I get angry. I just, he makes me mad. I live for anger and frustration. It just makes me really mad. It just does. But isn't that the fun part of the show? Like, you know, whenever you get mad, some of your best material does come out. Uh, I don't mean it to be, but I guess so. Jeez. Uh, I would hope some of my best material is my insight, but who the hell cares, I guess, right? Uh, it's about entertainment, you know. What else is up, brother? 
Uh, I just wanted to touch base on Nakamura because you were talking about the casual fans and the hardcore fans and how they debuted him at NXT. Yes, sir. Uh, just reading some of the comments, like on online, and everything. A lot of people don't know who Nakamura is. Yeah, like, there you go. That's th- so you feel. Uh, so that's my point. You get my point, then you you got it right. I get your point. And like a lot of the hardcore fans are burying the casual fans, saying that how do you not know this guy? He's like one of the best professional wrestlers. And they were saying that you know who is this guy? His entrance just gives me goosebumps, and like the try and you know cheat wow. him. Yeah. Listen, bro, look, that's the way it is. I mean, right? You know, I, I know you're not complaining. I'm just saying, like, people need to realize the hardcore fans, you guys need to embrace the casual fan. You need to educate the casual fan. You don't need to get mad at them. You need to embrace them. You know what I mean? That's important because you can't get upset with someone. I'm not saying you, Hamed. You can't get upset with someone if they're, you know what I mean? Like, if they're not on top of the, the, the business, the industry, like you are. You know, it's just not. It's just I yeah. agree with you 100%. It's like because if they debut him anywhere else but Florida, you know, would they have gotten the same pop? It's just crazy, though. Like, That's what I'm saying. Know, I, I don't. Hearing his theme song. Bro, like I said, I don't know. I think I used the town of Green Bay yesterday just for use Green Bay or use Lincoln, Nebraska, or you use uh, you know, Frisco, Texas, or you, you put him in San Antonio, or you put him in. Uh, damn, put him in down there in D.C. by you. Put him in D.C., let him debut at the, what is it still called? The, what's it called? The MCI Center? What's that building called? Verizon Center, boss. It used to be MCI, right? It used to be MCI. They changed it to Verizon Center. Know who I met there? Want to hear? You, you want to hear who I met in that building once? Please educate me. Excuse me? Uh, please educate me. Oh, you want to be Yeah, I'll tell you who I met there. And it's none other than uh, well, I was wrestling there for WWE, and I met uh, Michael Jordan there. No one cares. That's right. Yeah. You're kidding. I met I met MJ. Yep. I That's met awesome. He's taller than me. Uh, he's a lot taller. Like an inch. But uh, <laughs> good dude. I got to tell you that right now. Nice guy. Yeah, I was coming out of the weight room there. Thank you for calling him, Ed. Coming out of the weight room there because they had a weight room there where the Wizards. Remember the Wizards? Yeah. It's still around. I know. I just, but I, but I, I'm not in the building anymore. So to me, it's like they're past <laughs> tense. Remember them? So, um, and uh, we were in the weight room, some of the boys, the wrestlers, and we were lifting weights to get muscular before the show. And uh, the Michael Jordan, uh, the corporate officers are right near the weight room, uh, the Wizards. And he was walking out, and uh, he was coming to the weight room, and he goes, oh, I want to see what the re- how much weight the real guys lift, like joking around. And there was a couple of us in the weight room, and I went over and introduced myself, and, uh, and it was very cool. He's, he made a comment about a black towel. I was f- flattered. I'm like, well, the MJ knows the, the human suplex machine. Nice. Wow! Yeah, I was very flattered. I wouldn't picture MJ as a wrestling fan. He know he knows his stuff. He was, and we talked for a few minutes. It was like a long chat, but he, he's a fan. He's a fan. I, I humbly say I don't. You shook his hand, right? I did shake. How him. big? Am I a bum? No, I mean, how big? His is hand it, was like... a little smaller than mine. You know, I have giant hands. I have <laughs> massive mitts. You know that. You do. Yeah, giant hands. I'm like I'm like a, a Loch Ness monster, and um, yeah. Mercy, <laughs> mercy. So yeah, I uh, I did shake his hand. Why, why would you even say did you shake his hand? Of course I shook his hand. <laughs> why would you say well, that? Well, that was that was my lead in to the actual question of how massive was his hand. But you have massive hands too, so that kind of negates the giant the giant hand hands. shaking. I have giant hands. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean, of course I shook his hand. <laughs> so so what is going on with that store downstairs? Of course I shook his hand. Are you kidding me? So anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, but it was uh, it was cool. So yeah, I, I met the MJ in that building. It was very, I remember I remember it very well. Tall man. Uh, what else was I talking about? I was talking about. Uh, I was going to talk about the um, 
about the, uh, what do you call it? The, uh, I was talking about Lorne Orkin. I talked about that. I talked about uh, El uh, Vagabondio. Which uh, is, <laughs> dude, you liked it too, right? I mean, I thought it was awesome. For, great name. Yes. Because Vagabond is a type of drifter. So yes. you put a, a, little, a little Spanish spin on it, and it had me laughing. Dude, that's one of those things that I've, I've been fortunate enough to be a part of it. Like, anywhere I've wrestled. That, like, you sit around, the boys just sit around, and when you're in a car driving, and you're just shooting the laughing, having fun, and you're just going, and you're just humping the road, or you're in, the, you know, whatever, eating breakfast at a hotel, and you just start rapping and talking about stuff, and that's how the best stuff happens. I can assure you, like, at ECW, you know, like, that's how all the good stuff happened, was just riffing and rapping, just talking backstage, or on the phone, or just having fun, like, man, like... There was no like big stuffy meetings and stuff like that and all that jazz in, in, in a fancy room or nothing. What a 30 guys. That's not how it was. And even years ago, like during the NWA era or WWF era or AWA, man, it was the best creative came from in the cars driving. Just talking, riffing, ripping, rapping. And that's how that's how it was, man. Seriously. And doesn't it make you it, it- if they go along with that, like you come up with an idea, let's like for Taz, the the character, and it's yes. like you go to them, you want to you want it to be the best possible product because it was your guy's idea, as yeah. opposed to them coming to you like, hey, we've got this thing for you. And you're a like, lot of the best uh, stuff, like usually you think for somebody else. I know on ECW, a lot of it was like that. Like we would, uh, you know, we were a pretty good unit, so we would think of different things for different characters. Like a lot of the Dudley stuff, like. I, I love the Dudley character. I love the whole gimmick. Who doesn't? So, but I, I'm proud to say that I, you know, I was part of a lot of behind the scenes of coming up with stuff. And and Raven and I, I told that story many times that we kind of came up with the initial of the thing. And then Bubba, obviously very creative, and and us being good friends and stuff, and just rapping on stuff like that. And Tommy, like we just and, and the Dudley thing was the most fun thing to come up with different things from, especially early, I'm talking about early Dudleys. It was a lot of fun stuff, you know. Before it was just you know, before when it was just Bubba and Devon were the main guys, but there were other guys around them, and you know it was fun to come up with different things with that. I mean, it was just a lot of a uh, a lot of it. Just it's best. I feel creative in wrestling. This was when you're just sitting around. I know even TNA. I mean, we had the announcers room, and a lot of times me and Mike today were just sitting there and talking, just come up with different ideas. If one of the writers are walking by, it's like Matt Conway was a writer there. We say, Matt, come here, come here. He'd come in a trailer. We'd sit down, pitch this idea. We'd sit around laughing, cracking up about the idea. He'd go to the higher ups, and they would say no, no. Um, so, <laughs> so not always. A lot of the stuff they did. I should, I'm obviously exaggerating, but a lot of the better stuff is just sitting around shooting the shooting the, shooting the poop, as they say. Yes, yep. It. It's the truth. It's the truth. I think some of that's gone now. I think it could speak. It's big corporate business now. Dude, I talked about this before. Raw, Raw has 30 writers. It's 30 or 40. I can't remember. I was told this. Still, that's a 30. huge number. Holy vey. That is mind-boggling for me. I still can't believe that there's that many. It's too much. And and how does a It's too How does much. a storyline get like is it majority rules? Like ha- no, the, the majority uh, is Vince. Yes. That's the majority. Uh, that's who rules. But but and that's fine. But I'm just saying, like it's too much. It's too many guys. Too many guys. I'm telling you, that's too guys, girls, whatever the heck it is. But I'm just saying, that's too much. 
too much. I understand it's a three-hour show. It's just too many people. Hey, uh, Randy in Ohio, you were on the uh, Taz show. What's up, buddy? Um, it's actually Andy in Ohio, not Randy. Well, you know what? Uh, I'm just reading what I see, sir. So, Randy, Andy, Dandy, Candy. Hello, Andy. How can I help you? I, I thought he might have mis. Uh, I thought he might have mispronounced it. It's fine. Um, I just had a question. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, Andy. Andy. It's sometimes you know you're calling a radio show, and what happens is the call screener might not hear you good. And in all actuality, Andy, you're a little fuzzy. So I don't know if you are you on a cell phone or a landline. I hear chiming behind you. What's going on? Um, if you recall the last time I called in, I had the drills going on. But... You are the drill master. I remember you. Yes. Well, I don't hear drills going on. Yeah, I don't hear it. Andy. Andy's gone. Pissed him off. I don't know what happened. Andy's gone. Maybe Andy will call back. Maybe Cowboy got mad at him because he attacked Cowboy. I don't know what happened. Maybe Andy, if you want to call back. There's an open line. You can try and call back. I don't know what happened. Andy's upset, or Cowboy might have got pissed. Cowboy. I'm just saying. Can't piss off the call screener because he has control of the phone. Yank the phone right out of the wall. <laughs> and son of a bitch! Screw you, Randy! <laughs> Poor Andy. I, 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 you know, it happens. You know, sometimes, uh, you know, you can't piss off the call screener. I hope he calls back because he's a good caller. I remember him. I do remember him. I don't remember the last time. I remember he called with the, um, I remember he called with the, what do you call it? With the drills going in the back, and I was so awesome uh, by figuring out, do you remember that? How awesome I was figuring out that it was drills? That's every that. day. Yeah, it's every day. You're awesome. <laughs> you really are awesome every day, guys. You really are. You are just the best. You really are. That's what people say to me all the time here. Uh, Maybe on the other side of break, we'll get, uh, we'll be on Facebook Live. Scotty, we need power. And, uh. Engine room, acknowledge. And maybe we'll, maybe on the other side of break, we'll, we'll have, uh, Facebook Live, facebook.com slash the Taz Show. Scotty, we need power. Engine room, acknowledge. Kirk to Enterprise, Enterprise. Enterprise, come in. Kirk to Enterprise. Taz Show, right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, well, I smell something burning. I don't know what's going on, but there's definitely something burning. It doesn't smell like wood. It smells like someone tried to cook something like food. And it's burnt. Now, I wouldn't know that smell of bad cooking because my wife is an amazing cook. And as I speak of food, Dennis is just sucking down his own nuts. I mean, sucking down nuts. And it's nonstop. It's disturbing to watch this guy eat. It's, it's, it's like watching... Uh, it's like watching a marsupial uh, basically eat uh, a guppy or something. I don't know. It's like watching like a... a you're not even on camera. Though. You're, you're, you're acting like... Jack, if you get a chance, can we, Practice shoot, makes perfect. Can we shoot Dennis eating nuts? Just shoot him eating. Is right, hold funny. on. Just <laughs> look at this. Poor Jackie's like, what are we dealing with? Here? Why, why am I working on this show now? Okay, yeah, that's why you got to watch the video. You're missing this riveting program <laughs> of this large ginger man. Oh, come on. You got to use the G word. That runs around grabbing his axe, eating his nuts. 
Yes. It's just brutal. Uh, I got to get to the phones here. We're very, we're very busy here. It's very busy. Fourth quarter city. I think we're on Facebook Live right now. I'm pretty sure. I, I'm going to try and just hit refresh first so I don't get attacked by the producer of the show. And we'll see if it's up here. Give me a second to... Uh, oh, oh Give me a second. <laughs> Almost an error. Give me a second to figure this out. Hang on. And I'll get to the phone calls. I'll, and I'll talk a little. I've been talking NXT a little here. Uh, I want to make sure we're live on the... Uh, I don't see it. And I, and I hit refresh. So, Dennis, what's going on? Technical difficulties. We're not up yet. Not ah! up yet. So this time I am correct, sir. <laughs> Finally. We are not on Facebook yet. See? See? That's okay. I got to talk to Callie Rob. Uh, you're on a Taz show. What's up, buddy? Taz, oh, good moment to you, sir. What's up, Rob? How you doing, bud? Hey, good moment to the minister of the minuscule, Lumberjack Jones. <laughs> I am not minuscule. I'm a... That was funny. I'm a large man. I like the minuscule part. That actually was pretty good. What's up, buddy? Hey, Dad, just, just had a question I wanted to put you over. First off, I was flipping through the WWE Network. Yeah. Came across uh, Royal Rumble 2003. Okay. Man, I saw the uh, Kurt Angle Chris Benoit match. That was nuts, dude. Yep. Nuts, nuts, nuts. Great stuff. Great stuff. Great match. I totally uh, agree. I, I had a question for you, though, Chaz. Yes. Uh, Royal Rumble just passed. Uh, when you're a guy like you came out first at the Royal Rumble, when you're a guy like you or a guy especially like a Braun Strowman or even like a Roman Reigns, how hard is it to kind of bottle up all those nerves when you're walking out in front of 70,000 people screaming, going crazy? It's the greatest feeling be, in the world. It's pressure. It's total. you got to be this tough, badass guy, you know, and yeah. you got 70,000 people, the biggest crowd you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. Well, no, but, that, but see, I'll tell you, uh, no, but Rob, this is, this is, this is what – I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, uh, connect for you, bro, because um, you make really good points. Okay, because all these nerves, and yet you your your character is you're a badass tough guy, right? So you're saying how do you hide that you're nervous? Correct? Yeah, bottle that up and keep that smile off your face. But man. see, and but see, no, but see, this is the thing. No, but this is the thing. This is the thing that a lot of people don't know. And I'm so glad this is a really good call question by you. Here's the thing: when you have all those nerves. And no matter if there's a thousand people or a hundred thousand people, it's the same feeling you get, and you can't explain that feeling. And no matter what type of character you portray, my character was a badass, right? So I would take those nerves because I didn't want to smile. I was angry because um, it was the competitive, the competitor in me. You get competitive that you want to bust through, bust through the pressure that's on you. Some people that doubt you, you always think of the people, well, I did. I always think in those moments of the people who doubted me, the people that didn't think I'd make it, the people that thought I would fail, that's who I would think of during those times because that made me get even just madder and, and bust through the pressure, and I miss that kind of pressure. I do. I do miss that kind of pressure, but it was also stressful. Um, you know, uh, I remember, uh, Rob, um, during Bailey Legal, um, uh, you guys are much better with history than me. During Bailey Legal, 1997, ECW's first pay-per-view, they had a camera backstage. A guy named Barry ba- Blaustein was doing like a documentary. And I don't remember the name of the documentary. And there was a clip, and they put it on some, I don't know, there's so much stuff on YouTube from back then. But And there's a clip of me before a match or getting ready before a match, and I was 
just so intense and so just warming up physically, doing exercises to warm my body so I didn't get hurt, so I could work quick. And uh, you could see, like, not just me other guys, but the intensity. And it, it, it's so much backstage. And not everyone – I always talk about this, Rob. Not everyone has that same intensity. Some guys go into matches more laid back. And it, whatever works for you, that's cool. I mean, yeah. everybody, everybody's different, Rob. You know what I mean? So um, yeah, totally. that's just how I was. I saw. Sorry to be long-winded during your call, but I just you, no. You, you I know. appreciate it, man. It, that's it's it, it's good to know. I mean, I work in the entertainment industry, and I've obviously never done anything as big as WrestleMania. But that I mean, I know those those vibes. I mean, I'm just standing holding a cable, you know. Yeah. And yeah. my goosebumps are flowing, so yep, I can't yep. even imagine. Yep. When it's all about you. Well, you got something in common with Dennis because he's always running around grabbing his cable, eating his nuts. <laughs> All right, Rob, thank you for calling. <laughs> How to ruin it. How to ruin it. That's what a horse noise is. I don't even know what you're talking about. That I was... have no idea what you're talking about, but you got to be, as some would put it, the punchline. You got to be, right? You got to be the punchline. Got to be. Can't help yourself. Got to be the punchline. No one said anything about any horses. <laughs> Nobody. I have no idea what you did that for. <laughs> I heard the Kentucky Derby music. <laughs> I heard nothing. Uh, let me check something real quick. I have to log in. I'm going to log into my... There's a new way I'm doing my Facebook. I have to log into... I don't know why you're laughing. Uh, to make sure it's working. Hang on. Okay. I just typed that. That's my password. It's almost done. Oh, it's long. Um. Yeah, I'm checking. <laughs> Dude, are we on there? I don't see it, bro. We're not on Facebook. There's a weird. Why are you stumped? Oh, the, there's a setting. There's a weird setting going on right Oy now. Oh, we are not on the Facebook Live right now. Okay, so there's a problem. But we're scheduled to go live at 8.48. I'm oh, getting word. That's awesome. <laughs> that's hey, uh, Andy in Ohio. Do you know Randy in Ohio? Um, I do. <laughs> What's up, dude? How you doing? Thanks for calling back. What's going on, bro? <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry about that. Um, I just wanted to ask you a question about Shinsuke Nakamura and yes. the uh, Superstar Shake-Up. I'm ready. Um, it was basically you. You were saying that there, like, people were talking about him maybe going to Raw. Do you think that they would really do that, like debut him on SmackDown just to have him go to Raw a week later? Uh, I, I, why not? You know what I mean, Raw? Uh, 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 you know what I mean, Andy? I'm sorry, I was joking around. And I it came, became real. Why, why not, Andy? You know, why, why wouldn't you if you debut him on SmackDown? Um, you, I think you gotta. I think I think they're gonna have either Nakamura or Miz on. Raw. That's what I'm really starting to think because I talked myself into this on the air yesterday. Maybe that's why they didn't do the physicality. Um, you got to lower your radio, dude. I hear myself back there. Please, or lower your, your computer. So, um, look, you good? That's the drills. Yeah, he's drilling the shit. Yeah, that's, that's me. No, but see, the thing is, like, I don't think there's a problem with having him come on Raw because SmackDown, I don't know the numbers, it was probably a highly rated show. Um, it was a great moment to debut him on SmackDown, not on Raw. And, I, and I'll tell you why, Andy, because 
you don't want him to get lost in the shuffle with the other stuff. We saw the Revival debut at um, at Raw. We saw Kurt Angle uh, be named the GM. We saw Vince McMahon surprise us with an, an appearance. So you had all this stuff going on. I think there's something else I'm missing, probably. You have all this other stuff going on Raw. Now, what happens is Nakamura just gets lost in the shuffle. You put him, uh, Andy, you put him debuting on SmackDown. Now he's got his own platform. Does that make sense? Yeah, that does make sense. It gives him a little bit more of a stage. Amen. That's my point, bro. You know what I mean? Where would you like to see him? I'm curious. On Raw or stay on SmackDown? Um, I kind of like the idea of him being on SmackDown, especially because AJ Styles is pretty much all but gone. Well, I think you might be right about that, dude, because, we, you know, and I didn't talk about the handshake between, I, I loved it the other day with um, AJ and Shane. Thank you for calling, uh, dude. I appreciate it. I didn't get a chance to talk about that, about the handshake. Um, uh, we were very busy on yesterday's show, so it was yesterday's show. Yeah, yesterday's show, so I didn't get a chance to get into that. I thought that was great. I thought that was well done, and to Andy's point, I think, uh, I do think AJ ends up on Raw, because with AJ putting over SmackDown as much as he did and shaking hands with Shane, I feel like that was the goodbye. Um, the fake punch thing was great, too, when he went to punch. That was funny. It was like a real high school thing, but... I'm looking at your face, Dennis, and you look like you don't agree that he's going to Raw. Initiate countdown. I'm just saying. Is that true? Yes? Uh, Initiate countdown. I'm not sure yet. Initiate countdown. Okay. Couldn't this be a red herring, if if you will? Hack. (laughs) I... I Just because you said "if you will" means you give me credit. Yeah, that's a, that's like, saying is, that's like an inside term. That's like, saying to give you credit. It's almost eight forty-eight. <laughs> Bingo! It is. We will be on Facebook Live. What is going on? I have no idea. Oh, um, the team is as flummoxed as we. Flummoxed. Nice. No, but uh, what was I going to say? So you don't. So you you think he's going to? Okay, this side. You think he's going to Raw? Meaning AJ? No. I, I mean, I'm I, sorry. You think he's saying on SmackDown? I'm sure. I could see that because. Didn't I, I feel like Nakamura said if like during the um the build up to WrestleMania he would love he would love to wrestle AJ that was like his, his if he was to have a WrestleMania match he wanted AJ you can do that on Smack I mean obviously you can do on it Smack, next year yeah. at WrestleMania but I think you make a good point you must did you read this somewhere like on you must have read this something I heard it audio so I'm not very good at re- reading not very I'm not strong at reading. Oh, Help me, please. Just, you're, you're just a wreck. You're, you're the producer of the show, and you're a car wreck. You really are. It's horrible. It's brutal, dude. It's brutal. You really got to get your act together. That was a car wreck from the future. It's really just, you're just very disappointing. You really are. I'm sick of it. You got to get better at this. But every everybody thinks AJ's going to Raw. So. <laughs> Sorry. What's that? Wouldn't wouldn't keeping him on SmackDown be a double swerve? Uh, I think by him saying he's gonna stay <clears throat> on SmackDown, it means he's gonna. It's a shakeup. He's gonna move. Uh, but, you know, he, he's people are like is he a babyface now? I don't think he's a babyface. I don't. I gotta tell you guys, I've talked about this a while ago. I think the babyface heel thing, and I'm not saying I necessarily agree with it. But it's a new way that WWE is going about handling talent. Roman Reigns is a perfect example. You know, it's 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 a lot of gray area, and I, and I don't have a problem with gray area in characters. I've I've never had a problem with that. I I I had gray area when I was a character, <clears throat> but uh, I believe the better characters get over with gray area. But um, the thing that I feel is, 
AJ is in that same kind of you know gray that that Roman Reigns is. What is Roman Reigns? I mean, if you had to give me a definition of Roman Reigns, is he a babyface? Is he a heel? Look, he is. The table set for Roman to be a heel, but he still, they have babyface spots with him. He's got a babyface feel to him still. He's not, because he's a heel, I mean, there's heel things that are happening, but they haven't gone over the top of him with things they could have with a table set for him to snap and be a full-blown-out heel, like on Monday night. The one sentence was great, but he could have had a different facial expression on the way out a smirk beating grin and then you would have felt like this rotten bastard and he didn't do that which leads me and that's not his fault he's just going by the direction he's given i'm, I'm betting the farm on it so i mean the lord knows i have a farm you guys know that so i, I really I, I that's what i think i think he you know I, I think that he roman reigns was told don't go over the top of being a heel just tendencies just do that sentence i'm telling you betting the farm on it how are we looking? It's it's past 48. We got to check this out. I, I don't even care if I'm on Facebook Live. How about that? It's I keep asking, and I really don't care. It's frozen at this, the Taz Show plans to go live phase. Okay, so I am going to make an announcement right now, folks. We are not, and I repeat, not going to be on Facebook Live today. That is correct. We will not be on Facebook Live today. I apologize for the confusion. It's not happening. It's not happening. So, okay, it's that simple. So, uh, the other thing I'm going to talk about was something else on NXT, and then I'm wrapping this show up. What the heck was it? There was something else on NXT. Did I ask you your opinion about NXT, what you thought of it? I don't even remember if I asked you. Did I ask you? You did not. No one cares. Okay, tell me. What'd you think of it? Eh. <laughs> Ringing endorsement. What didn't you like? It's It's tough because you've mentioned numerous times is that it's not a feeder system, but they use it as such. So when you drain the talent pool, you need to replenish. And I don't. Well, they're in a replenish mode, though, bro. I know, but I. Uh, Bobby Roode's the champ. Right, right. Who realistically can contend with him right now? Like, in its hate. You know, one thing I forgot to mention is on on Raw, they did an awesome job. At the main event, Michael Cole mentioned that all four men in the ring, Samoa Joe, Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, and Finn Balor, all former NXT champs. I thought that was a great job to to mention that. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yep. And now you look at NXT and it's like, not to say that the guys aren't great or they could become great, but who's competing against Bobby Roode? It's like, like you said, they are in replenishing mode, but it's like, with NXT and Triple H is obviously smart enough to know this. They need to get there quicker than than the main roster. They don't have the same luxury of right. of waiting. They need to produce, produce, produce. Mm. Mm. Like Sanity's doing awesome stuff. Ty Dillinger's gone, so now what's right. like right. it's well, like I said, I think they're in that they're, they're, that building phase. I mean, no, no, I, I don't disagree. I think a lot of people are saying what you're saying um, or feeling that way. I think somebody on the gimmick chat said, you know, and it's it's an obvious thing too, but. Uh, here, prediction by uh, Mont- uh, Montclair St. Clair. Uh, tongue twister named Jones right there. Uh, yeah. He said, uh, basically, Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Roode for Roode's NXT title with a question mark. Yeah. I think that's uh, kind of a no-brainer. You definitely can go that route. I think that uh, McIntyre uh, and Roode um, will 
would have good chemistry physically together. I really do. I don't know if they've ever worked together, to be honest with you. I have no idea. But I do think they would have very good chemistry together uh, from a physical standpoint, just knowing both of those guys' style. Um, I think uh, mic work, too. You can definitely have both guys bob on the mic a little bit and get uh, get that, that angle rocking and rolling. I definitely think you could do that with these two guys. So I think it's something that um, – that could definitely happen there. Uh, by the way, a little, uh, very minor, very minuscule, tiny uh, breaking news on the very tiny breaking news on the gimmick chat. Uh, this is posted uh, by uh, Bub Volger. He said, uh, "Eat it, eat it, <laughs> Facebook jobbers." And well, weapons are not only welcomed; <laughs> they're allowed. That's what happened when we attempted to go on. <laughs> we yeah. botchedista. We did a, a, a botchedista. Yeah, we, we did that. Uh, yeah. yeah, problems. So uh, anyway, yeah, I I, uh, I don't know. I don't know what happened to Facebook. It's okay. It's not the end of the world. It's no big deal. I was starting to get sick of Facebook anyway. I, mean, I really was. Um, it was a, it was definitely a clunky moment for us on our Facebook team. Um, you remember the Shockmaster, right? Do you, do, you, do you know about you? You lived the Shockmaster. <laughs> they call me. Shockmaster. Yeah, so that the- actually, you know who? If they ever wanted to redo the Shockmaster, maybe somebody on our team. What that sounds me? awfully similar. Oh my god! They call me <laughs> the Shockmaster. <laughs> Andy, I didn't think it up. Take a swig Do the answer. You do it. Take a your brain. They call me the Shockmaster. They call me the Shockmaster. I'm out in California practicing. That's, that's him. You, go, you can't tell you me otherwise. Out in California practicing. What is he practicing? My shocking. Oh my god, that was funny! Yeah. Oh, jeez! Yeah, practicing what? I should have finished my sentence. Oh, I don't know. That was just funny. Oh my that god, that sounds exactly like him. Oh lord, that does. It does sound like him. Oh my god, that is funny. <laughs> I never thought it. Next time Katie's on, oh god, she loves the ant voice. It, whether yeah. it be actually him or yeah. or the sound effects store just pumping in all our Anthony sound effects. Oh my god. It's too much. Well, she, you know, the Katie Linendahl, when she comes back on the Taz show, she, she, you know, she acts for a uh, sound effect. And, of course, uh, things are done right here in the Taz show. That's how we do it. You know, that's how it's done. We've got the right team, got the right people. You know? we, were, we were very kind to her. We didn't have to be. We could have. Oh. She yeah. left. She left the. We were in charge of letting the sound effect store what to what what she should have and we could have went with anything word to the mother as the kids say so word to the mama yeah so um what's the other thing uh who the Yanke- yankees play today i don't even know they uh, maybe one should... more word not hanging up oh the cart no today's thursday it might be a travel day i gotta check all right i have something else i wanted to say and i think we're done here to be honest with you i was looking at the gimmick chat again People agree that the Shockmaster definitely is. That Anthony sounded Pierre. just like people him. People definitely agree. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people on the gimmick chat they're jumping over, cheating on the cheating on the Facebook. Yep, typical. 
Typical, no loyalty in this world. It's not just not just on my show. It's just everywhere. There's no there's no loyalty with anyone. No no one. It really is. There's no except except the Taz Show Nation. And the, your, your flag just fell down again, sir. I mean, really, it, it just it never ends. <laughs> Fix the flags. Fix the flags. Stop stop trying to be a friggin' method actor. Okay, just. <laughs> <laughs> just fix the flag. Stop being a method actor before I take your body and throw you through that freaking glass. Okay? It's really that simple. I don't, don't want to threaten you, not like that. I'm just telling you. That's how it'll work here. You know what I mean? So, that's the deal. All right. So, as you can see, we got some new toys here in the Taz show, but I digress. <laughs> yeah. Test, test Jones. Yes. Test, test Jones. That's what's going on here. Test, test Jones. Test one, two. All right, well, look, that's it. This is a wrap. Look, look, by the way, I want to tell you guys, thank you again, because <clears throat> all can decide to have a lot of fun on there, bust a lot of balls, as you know. But the uh, special, that uh, the post-show special, the WrestleMania post-show Taz show special, that was on CBS Sports Radio and, uh, and all the terrestrial stations, WFAN and all the other ones, JFK, WIP, the ticket in uh, Detroit and uh, the score in Chicago, the fan in Dallas. All very generic sports phrases. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, really. The hubs, the hub up in oh. the Boston. Uh, yeah, Boston. <laughs> Did he take the balls and order the equipment guy to alter them? Anyway, it was a big success. <clears throat> this, this special was a very big success. All the specials do really big numbers. And you know me, I don't come out here and talk about my numbers. I don't tell you. I got 7 billion downloads last week. I got 6 million downloads on Tuesday. No one cares. I don't do that. I don't give you the bull line like that. I don't come out here and praise. But I will say the special did great, and I want to thank you guys. It did great because you guys supported it. <clears throat> you know, check this out. Yo, this is pretty cool before I wrap this up. Um, you know, keep in mind, we went live at 11 p.m. Eastern, and WrestleMania went till midnight Eastern. So for an hour, and our phone lines were jammed that while WrestleMania was on. I'm very flattered by that, guys. That means a lot to me. You guys were watching WrestleMania and had uh, the, um, the caring, the passion uh, to call in and, and speak your mind and call my show while Mania was still on. That was really, really cool. I mean, a lot of you guys were on hold for a long time. And, um, and that was just really nice, man. That just really, really, really means a lot to me. Really, I'm not trying to be corny. I'm um, being sincere. I really am. I, I mean this, uh, you know, from the bottom of my heart. I'm not trying to be a wise ass. You know, a lot of times I joke around, but I really mean this. So it's it's very, uh, very, very nice for sure. But anyway, uh, on that note, I want to thank everybody for listening or watching the show today. It's much appreciated. Uh, or maybe you were interacting on the gimmick chat. You attempted Facebook. That didn't work. Sorry for the inconvenience. Maybe you jumped on the Twitter and you were interacting. I appreciate it. All the love. Everybody who called. Uh, my team here. Thank you, everybody here. Cowboy, Jackie. We got the uh, the Dennis over here, otherwise known as the Viking. For everybody here at the Taz Show, I'm Taz yeah. Janot. We'll see you yeah. later. Said I was raised in the days of my space and screen names back then when I was only worried about my top friends. Now my circle is getting smaller. All these people acting fake, man. And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten. Me against the world. I've been doing what I really love. Haters been hiding behind the screen, man. They movie cuts. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same. Cause we've been doing our own thing, trying to stay up. I wanna go back to days with no grace. We ordered the kids.
this Instagram page But these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now I've been wondering where the party at Cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at So going for another drink just to get away We gotta live it up, Carolina here to stay I'm hoping I won't let you go